Welcome to Secrets of Tomorrow's Leaders. My name is Corin Young from RK Studios, and this podcast is produced in partnership with JCI Santa Clarita. I'm excited to introduce our guest today. Robin Schumer is a leadership development leader who seeks to amplify the skills and competencies, including the untapped genius in all. She's a storyteller and teaches the craft so that people are better able to share their personal and business stories in a successful and engaging way. She finds the bright spots in disorder and can make an audience laugh and cry. She's facilitating a training for JCI Santa Clarita about storytelling on June 24th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. Please welcome Robin Schumer. Robin, thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, this this is super cool. When I, when I read your bio and I saw that you did a TED Talk, that's something that... Uh, a lot of us kind of aspire to do, and I'm not even a public speaker, but every time I do, I'm thinking that would be so neat to be able to do that. And I wanted to ask you about your experience specifically mm-hmm. with, with the TED Talk, uh, if, if you want to talk about that. Uh, how does something like that even come about? Like, I know you have a background in public speaking or, or coaching. So mm-hmm. uh, let's hear a little bit about your, your background first. Yeah, so... I have heard a couple of really influential speakers where I work at Johnson and Johnson choose to be vulnerable and share their stories and talk about times that they've been in therapy or fighting with their families or having some struggle in their lives. And they really motivated me and made me realize that I have nothing to be ashamed about sharing the stories that shaped me. And after hearing all these speakers, I thought, I need to do this. I need to get up and stand on that red circle and give a talk. And I threw my hat in the ring, went through the interviewing process and was selected. And it's literally changed my life. So I I, highly recommend it. I didn't even know that they had an interview process. How does that even work? Do they they reach out to people that they want to give talks or do you reach out to them and, and apply for it? You have to tell them what you want to talk about or where, who sets the whole thing up? So each TED or TEDx event has a theme. And then it's a blended approach where you can nominate yourself or somebody else can nominate you. And you fill out, you know, an online application talking about, you know, what your talk would look like. And um, at least in my case, there was a really thorough interview with somebody from the speaking committee. And then they go and they, you know, they advocate for you or, or don't advocate for you. And, um, and then you put it together and make it happen. Oh, okay. So is this, uh, did you have to send in a video of you doing that exact presentation in, in advance or do you get to create it like with their help? That's a really good question. So a lot of people go into this knowing exactly what they want to talk about. And what I would recommend is being open-minded because you'll get a coach and you want to be really open-minded and like agile and adaptable and, and listen to their input and listen to the feedback of others. So for the TEDx that I did, I mean, I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I was still really open Another time that I um, I made the final uh, the final I was the, I was the first alternate for this one event I was really disappointed for that I had to send in a video just like a two minute video talking about what I wanted to change people's minds about so I think that's the way most TED and TEDx um, applications go you send in a video um, you know two two minutes in length 
I see. Were you a public speaker before that? No. In fact, oh, okay. I mean, I, I facilitate, like that's my job. I facilitate a lot of workshops. Um, but believe it or not, as a kid, I would like curl up in a ball like this and hide when I had I to talk in, yeah. in front of the class. I was so scared. Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, so you did this talk in front of how many people? 1800 people. That's huge. It what was a big event. Okay. Yeah. It was really, um, it was great. And, and what's happened, uh, to you since you gave this Ted talk? Has that sh changed your career path in any way? Yeah. So, so my talk was called what's your story. And in it, I share a couple of personal stories that shaped who I am today. And my call to action or my ask of the audience is to get comfortable being more open um, with people, especially in the workplace. You know, we spend more time with people at work than we do with our friends and families. What would it be like if we knew what everybody's like baggage was? Maybe we could be a little bit more sensitive and knowing. And my, my call to action for myself was that I would create a storytelling initiative called What's Your Story? where I train people to tell personal or business stories that lead people to action. And then I also host live events where we have, you know, maybe five speakers per event. Um, they tell a story and all of the events raise uh, money for a nonprofit. Oh, and that's so cool. So it's literally changed my life because I've got this like side hustle now that I do that brings me so much I just have so much passion about it. And, you know, developing and delivering a TED Talk has been more impactful in my ongoing well-being and, and health um, than anything else I've ever done. So I have such a passion for giving that gift of the skill to others. Do, do you uh, give a, a lot of different presentations now? Or are they all kind of the, the same uh, in the same vein as what's your story? So I facilitate um, a lot of a variety of different, you know, workshops that are all interactive and super engaging. I have a workshop on coaching so that people can advocate for themselves and others. I've got the storytelling workshop. I have a branding workshop where everybody develops their um, a narrative and an infographic describing who they are in the workplace. It's excellent for networking. And then I have a variety of other um, workshops that I do as well. So I really have a passion for helping people, like you said in my bio, to, you know, amplify their skill sets. Yeah, it's fascinating that you're encouraging people to open up and share their story with their coworkers. Because in my experience, uh, we go there to do our job and go home. And you actually don't want your coworkers to know too much about you. Like you, you don't mm -hmm. friend them on Facebook. You don't want them to see that on your sick day, you're out at the beach or at a, at a <laughs> concert. And uh, when you come back in on Monday and you're like, hey, what'd you do this weekend? You know, my first thought is like, mind your business. What are you, what are you doing here? So that's really interesting. The culture where I work is very, very relationship oriented. And in fact, we have an employee resource group called the mental health diplomats. Uh, and it's the fastest growing employee resource group out of all of our um, employee resource groups. We're in, I think every country around the world and it's really to create those connections. And I like to say to make mental health cool. 
um, and we've got so many internal platforms for connecting people. So that's like the norm where I work. Wow. It's well, it's cool that you get to be friends with your coworkers. Like you said, yeah. uh, you spend more time with them often than your, your friends and family. Yeah. Uh, in addition to uh, speaking uh, and coaching people about storytelling, uh, you've got this business uh, that you kind of coach people. Do you do like one-on-one coaching? Do you do groups? How <laughs> how big of a group do you do you talk to? Yeah, so I do um, organizational coaching. I can run workshops with eight hundred people, fifty people, five people, whatever works for whoever I'm partnering with. Um, one example is once a month I provide the storytelling workshop for a foundation. It's a wonderful foundation called D Max. So D like dog Max. Uh-huh. And they're a nonprofit that provides funding for colleges to have these chapters where students can get together and talk about mental health. And um, you know, they brought me in once a month, I facilitate a workshop for them to teach these college students how to tell their stories. And you know, that monthly event has maybe like six people. Um, but last week I, I did this for, I think there were 57 people. So it's really scalable and, and flexible. And I also work individually with people. Okay. And, and you, and you mentioned that you had a big talk coming up with like hundreds of people. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, diversity conference coming up in two days and I am facilitating my storytelling workshop virtually, um, for that event too. Yeah. That was my next question. Uh, before COVID, uh, would you actually travel around to different places? I did. And I'm a real like one woman show kind of person. And I love engaging with the audience and with, you know, the participants. So working virtually has been a little bit challenging, but I've got some tricks up my sleeves to make it, you know, fun and engaging. Okay. And, and how do you do that? Do you work with like Zoom or on like uh, I Facebook do. or YouTube Live? I use Zoom and then I also use Poll Everywhere for, you know, interactive live real-time polling. Poll Everywhere. Which, okay. I haven't heard of that one. I know you could do polls within Zoom, but it's, it's kind of tricky. It is tricky and I'm old and I need easy and Poll Everywhere is free. I don't get paid by them and it's awesome. It's really uh, user-friendly. Yeah. Well, speaking of you not getting paid, I, I know uh, you mentioned that this is a, a side hustle, um, your, your coaching business, and you have your full-time job. And then you do talks for organizations. Um, mm-hmm. th- do you do a lot of like pro bono uh, presentations? I do. And even even when I do collect revenue for my work, I donate 85% of it to a nonprofit of that organization or partner's choice. Wow. I really, I really that's, just, that's quite a side hustle then if the idea is not even to, you're hustling for, for everyone else. You know what? Again, I feel so strongly about the impact of finding your voice and being able to comfortably and in a very engaging way connect with people that I, I really almost do it for free. I, I just cover my expenses. Yeah. And you, and you said that this was all kind of, um, you've been doing this just for a couple of years, right? Yesterday was the two-year anniversary of giving my TED Talk. So this whole thing is like 18 months old. Yeah, that's, that's nuts to be able to, uh, to kind of change your career path. 
uh, and you're kind of you're like your life's mission almost. Uh, so quickly. yeah, I'm also somebody that's biased towards action. I don't like idle time, so I always need to be doing something. And um, and this is something that benefits you know a lot of people. So I love doing it. Yeah, I, I feel like in general, um, pre-COVID, uh, there's been like you'll see invitations to attend a whole bunch of things, and you have to think to yourself do I want to have to drive across town to, to this event and what am yeah. I doing here? And it's going to take me you know, time to get whatever. But now with everything happening virtually, there's so many invitations that you end up like, okay, I've got a zoom thing at noon, another thing at four, another thing at seven. And you end up like yeah. just being so, so busy when yeah, it's so easy to just not do stuff. Yeah. There's a little bit of zoom fatigue going on. I would say for sure. Yeah. 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 It, it felt like this was kind of like the new normal, but definitely th things are you know, starting to uh, taper off a bit. I think if people are getting a little, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah. I, but I, I don't think like, I can't imagine that having live storytelling events anytime soon. Um, but you know, we do it through zoom and it's, it's not as engaging, but it works. Yeah. Well, that's the good thing about storytelling though, is that there's lots of ways to do it. You could do it through your blog posts. You can do it through videos, through podcasts, through, uh, you know, just sharing social media posts. Right. Uh, I, th right. I think the important thing is what, what you share. I I've noticed that, uh, people use social media for so many different things. Some people, uh, myself included only share things when it's like, Hey, I'm doing this cool thing. You want to see I'm this so cool thing awesome. I'm doing? Yeah. And then there's some people that uh, only share when it's like, man, I'm having a really bad day. I can use someone to talk to. And a lot of us look at that and say, like, what are you doing? You don't share that kind of stuff. But that's their way of reaching out. Or uh, people that, you know, want to share inspirational messages or something like that. You know, so I, th I think everyone's kind of got the stuff that they like to post and then the stuff that they like to read. And it's just there's so much stuff out there. Yeah, there's a lot of, I call it inspiration porn. There's a lot of it on the Instagram and, and on social. Um, I mostly use it just to advertise events. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's important to do that. But I think, you know, the, the context of who you are, you know, helps uh, get people a little bit more interested in your, in your ads. That's, that's what I found. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm really looking forward to your... Uh, presentation with us on june 24th that's at 5 p.m uh for information about that people can check out jcisantaclarita.com or on our facebook page but uh can you give me kind of an idea of what uh to look forward to in this workshop yeah great question so it will be an interactive workshop so people should come and they should be prepared to have fun they should be prepared to roll up their sleeves and work and i will actually give you a recipe for how to tell your story, how to construct, how to construct it, all the different things to think about, you know, identifying your audience, making sure that there's an equal blend of analytical and emotional data. Um, we'll talk about slides and images and everybody will have a chance to respond and work through together a question that we will drill down so that we can really identify what it is that you want to talk about and why. And I think the three biggest takeaways will be, you need to have a very compelling opening in your story. You need to have a clear call to action at the end. 
And you really have to understand your why, why you want to tell this story. And we'll, um, we'll really cover all of that at our event. Cool. Who, who is this uh, event targeted towards? Like, who do you think would benefit the most from uh, having this uh, information? A story, the storytelling workshop? Uh-huh. You know, honestly, anybody. I've, I've done it in high schools. I've done it in college. I do it at organizations. I've done it at museums. So anybody that wants to connect with somebody to help them understand a certain belief that they have, a concern that they have it's it's perfect for anybody okay cool that that sounds good i i think that i'll definitely get something out of it and so i appreciate you coming out and doing this for us robin yeah. schumer uh, how do we find more information about you and your business uh just robin schumer.com it's r-o-b-y-n-s-h-u-m-e-r.com there's no c i can't tell you how many times i've checked into a hotel and they're like, we don't have a room for you. And then they check it again with a C, and there it is. Oh. So it's just a Robin with a Y, Schumer, no C. Do you also own uh, Robin Schumer with a C.com, just in case to redirect it? You know, that's a great point. See, this is why I need to hire you. Yeah, or Robin with an I. You know, you should buy them both just to redirect. I should. <laughs> yeah, well, you can come to my workshop uh, a couple weeks after. <laughs> I know. Awesome, I will. Cool. Well, thanks for, jo- for joining, on this, uh, joining us on this podcast. Uh, this has been fun talking to you and looking forward to uh, reconnecting in a couple weeks at your workshop. Awesome. Be well. Thank you. Thanks.